pandemic that we are now living through. Uh, well, we just had somebody come over to look at our trees because we need them trimmed. And Did you maintain social distance? Well, it was funny because oh, the whole way I was like, okay, now don't shake this guy's hand to Tara. Because she's like, oh yeah, well, I want to I go see what he's doing so if we don't like him and I have to meet with somebody during the week. Because she's off of work, mm-hmm. obviously, because a lot of her places she would normally go are quarantine. So... She was like, I'll know what to say for the next person. So door, doorbell rings, opens the door, and she just dives hand first at this person. What? Like, hello. And I'm like, uh. And as soon as they did it, she goes, the guy goes, oh, I guess we're not supposed to be doing that. She's like, oh, I guess you're right. And I'm like, I told you, do not shake this guy's hand. But, you know, other than that, we've been doing fine. Um, we, I got a lot of writing done. I made fried chicken last night. I made a whole fried chicken Laurel, I had a whole chicken and I oh. cut it up into portions and I fried it. Wow. Tara, Tara says I wasn't making a big enough deal about portioning a, a oh, chicken. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, that that is a big deal. I restyled one of my bookshelves last night and then woke up nice. and decided I didn't like it and wanted it back the way it was. Like, I woke up and looked at it and was like, did I do that last night? That doesn't look How'd good. How'd you arrange it? I just like... I basically have more books than I do. Uh, like, I don't want my bookshelves to just be like wall to wall books. Like, I want there to be other like tchotchkes and like other things I want to have on display. So, I've been trying to figure out the best way to like have combined books and like picture frames and stuff like that. And basically, I, I now have, I've just realized I have too many books than I do mm-hmm. uh, space that I've assigned only for books on my bookshelves. So, that's kind of the, the issue is I've tried like stacking them different ways and. I could legitimately talk about shelf <laughs> space for the whole time if you want to do that. I mean, I did watch the episodes of Frasier, though, so... Right, um, right. But, uh, so, wait, we, we, we want to talk about the fact that you aren't going to be working from home, even though you have a compromised immune system. So, well, I talked a little bit more with some people since we did, we did that, but part of the problem is, is I can't just work from home on my computer, mm-hmm. like... I have to right now if I wanted to I could um do a remote desktop but like can anything that's like actually working in the game is so slow it's almost impossible to get anything done like to testing anything which normally what I do is I make a couple changes I do something and then I test it to see if it works so testing would go so slow it'd be just me going well I'm just gonna spend the whole day making I hope all of this works and then like the next day I'd be like oh none of this works I don't like I don't have a good process of going back and looking to see what wasn't correct so we've been trying to deal around that um they have been saying like someone in our Toronto office I don't know. Last time they had they had symptoms, and they just went. Everybody go home. Like they just sent an email. Now the Toronto office is like twenty five people, so they were like everybody home, and just everybody left. And like they started cleaning. They sent like a team in to do that. But so what the plan is, I've heard is starting. So because they've sent someone home with their workstation, and they like go home and set it all up, so you have a computer that can actually run everything we need to run. And they they have to set up VPN stuff because it's not just our business. We work with so many other companies that have NDAs and, and all that, so we have to make sure that all works. So they've been that's apparently the IT team has been working their butts off last week. So starting Monday, they're going to start they're going to roll out the program and probably start sending people home during the day. Mm-hmm. And the rumor is that the they're like it's a delicate subject because they can't just go. All right, everybody who's got an, you know, like they're trying, just getting the information who's got a compromised immune system deals with HIPAA, deals with that sort of stuff. So I think those people, so there's a rumor, the big rumor is that everybody will be home by the end of this week. The, 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 uh, the, The next, like a little less likely is I will be in the first wave, Mm -hmm. which is good because I have brought it up multiple times. I sent an email out to, HR before I left on Friday that was you know basically like can I not can I work from home also to not sound like a jerk uh, there might be other immunocompromised people that should also work from home but so hopefully that's gonna you know it's just gonna be I think if I told them I want to work from home tomorrow they'd be fine with me doing it Um, I think I just want to go in to just see what's happening if they don't if they start sending people home then I'll be like, okay, I know where I am. If they're like, haven't done anything by the end of the day, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to start working from home. I know this sucks and it pushes back my deadlines, but 
Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like deadlines are just like out the window now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we also this this project is with a Chinese company, mm. so we know how some of this stuff works. Um, yeah, it's it. Well, and the fact that they've that the city of Austin has like banned mass gatherings of two hundred fifty people or more. Um, that's why I was like, how many people work in your building? Because that's probably a mass gathering. Twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> Um, the church I've gone to oh, a few times. Oh, we have like 200 people in the building. Yeah. Yeah, well, but still, like, the church yeah, yeah, I've yeah. gone to a few times did virtual, like, services this morning. My church in D.C. did. I actually got to, like, go to my church in D.C. this morning, which was fun. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a lot. Yesterday, I got, I, I look back, I got a little cocky. I went to Target because I did need a few things. I didn't need, like, Clorox wipes, but. Um, yeah. I did need a few things, and I like picked up my dry cleaning, and and then I don't know what I, when I got back, I was like gonna go see a movie, and then oh, I got back, I was like last night, I was kind of like, I don't know, now I'm scared again. <laughs> yeah, don't go see a movie. I feel like that's a that's all kinds of people. It's it's been funny because everyone's I've had people come up to me and go, aren't you glad that WrestleMania is still on? And I'm like, no, those are the most the least hygienic people in the world all coming together in one spot in Florida. This is a powder keg yeah. we're creating. <laughs> like we're just the suit, the virus is just going to like gain sentience and grow to like a Godzilla size yes. and just start destroying the city yeah. of Tampa. I'm like, good God. Mm-hmm. For destroying, I, uh, for destroying cities in Florida, Tampa might be kind of high on the list. So, I mean, it's like, oh no, Tampa. It's like, let's monitor it, see how far north it goes before we, yeah, like, before we have a response. Don't get to the Emerald Coast. And don't, don't touch Disney World. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I, I, I was saying to somebody that I wish I was like making daily like video diary entries because I feel like the escalation over the course of like five days would me be like, isn't it silly? They're thinking of canceling South by Southwest. <laughs> and then so- yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not leaving my apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you come back. Like your face is painted. There's like a torch in the background. You're like, there's a noise outside. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, we put in siren noises. Yeah, it's that's that's what it feels like, and that's what people in Italy and Spain were saying. They've been pointing out stuff, tweets from people from like two weeks ago in Italy that sound exactly like it is now well, here, yeah. which is scary. And there's people in Italy who are like, "Hey, rest of the world, don't be like us." Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. we all thought we had two weeks off and went skiing and took our kids to the playground and acted like it was a vacation, and we shouldn't have done that. Well. I think it's it's it, I think what we do in this time of need Laurel is an important service where everyone can listen to so, so, uh, songs stories about Fraser so uh, you want you want to get going let's let's do it okay uh, wash your hands Seattle I'm Ryan <laughs> I'm Laurel and we wash our hands. We get together once a week and wash our hands, talk about washing we, our we hands. We wash our hands way more than once a week. Laurel's been washing her hands <laughs> for a long time. Uh, I also have been washing my hands. So let's talk about washing our hands. Have you washed your hands lately? If you listen to this podcast, now would be a good time to take a little pause. Mm-hmm. Just get up, wash your hands. In fact, we've got a timer here at Laurel. Let's uh, do something for 20 seconds that they can use as a timer when you're washing your hands. I didn't. We didn't plan we this, so I don't really plan have anything. this. Um, yeah. Uh, don't do that. It's fine. Okay. We, we, yeah. Just Pe- people. There's a just, there's a timer on your, yeah. on your podcast app. Like I mean, like it tells you how long like something's been going. So exactly. Just take a glance at it. Wash your hands, and then we'll keep you entertained for twenty seconds. Although clearly not. These, Hopefully more than twenty seconds. Well, clearly yeah. not these past twenty seconds. <laughs> See, yes. As soon as you stop being bored, it's time to stop washing your hands. Um, so we're talking about two Frasier episodes. I felt the need to say Frasier there in case this is someone's first episode. Yes. Um, I I looked at both of these titles. The two titles we're looking at today are from season five, and it's the ski lodge and room service. And I was hoping one of them was about like isolation to weirdly fit into the theme, uh, but but none of them are. Although I did, um, you know, just watching a bunch of things on Netflix. I watched an episode of Madam Secretary from last season because I'm catching up on that show, and it was about um, a measles outbreak, and one of the one of insects, as they call her, um, one of insects staff members had to. Uh, <laughs> be quarantined Imsex sounds like incel to me and for some reason it felt like that they're very different but um i am okay so the first one we, we worked as we worked on i'm really having a hard time with my verbs today first one we watched is the ski lodge and here's the imdb 
rundown. Roz wins a weekend at a ski lodge and trades it to Frazier. Daphne invites along her friend Annie, a swimsuit model. Frazier is taken with her, but she is interested in Niles. So a couple things about this. First of all, this is rated 9.6. I had a lot of problems with this episode. So I, I really am interested in your thoughts. This is often considered the best episode of Frasier. Really? If you were to ask people what their favorite, ep- like, longtime Frasier fans, or even people who aren't longtime Frasier fans who just seen, like, the whole series, they will almost always, this episode will come up. A lot of the humor at the beginning seemed very mean-spirited, and Frasier throughout the whole thing just seemed horny and gross. Okay, so I watched this, like, 36 hours ago, basically. Maybe I watched it Friday night. Um, this, everyone, this is a Sunday afternoon. Um, so, Because at one point, one of my notes is, Frasier sucks. <laughs> and I am not yeah. sure. It's or very early on. And, um, oh, it's Frasier... Oh, it's Frasier telling... Basically telling Roz why she wouldn't enjoy the ski vacation. Yeah, uh, mine is, which we'll have to bleep this. Wow, Frasier is being a dickhead. Yeah, where he's... Like, where, like, I'm sorry. First of all, I do not ski, snowboard, whatever. I would love to just stare at the scenery in a ski absolutely. lodge. Absolutely. Buy a fire, drinking hot cocoa. Yes, would I want there to be some Baileys in that? Yes, I would. But it's not like it would be completely wasted on me because I couldn't partake of all the activities. I will say when he offered her a... Uh, Television, I felt a little bit better about what he was doing, that he did give her something. Yes, agreed. And it wasn't just like he talked her out of it. Yes. Um, but it did, so I, I did, uh, I, I, I did want to have a slight tangent of, have you ever won anything via like a drawing or a raffle or something? Yes. The look on your face suggests that you did, and it's going to be a good story. I've won a few things. We have a raffle every week at work. Oh, oh, oh. We have, we have two, two raffles for little goofy prizes. Um, one's just a thing that you dip your hands in and grab the ticket. And this week we went, yeah, we're not going to do that. That's not a good no, idea. No. But we usually do. Someone in the office does two truths and a lie, and we send it out. And then whoever they, whoever gets it right, then they do like a randomizer mm. of that. I have won a shirt with a boat and a big fish coming up for it. I'm all about the bass. I'll, I'll, I have won a zen a desk zen garden that I gave away. I think I once I won. Oh, anytime anyone wins socks, I get them. Just because people love to give me crazy... I have socks that, that have uh, Kool-Aid on them that have Mac, Kraft Mac and Cheese and Ramen Noodles. Just anytime anyone gets bad socks that are goofy, they're like, does Ryan want these? Because I guess everyone know, in the office knows I love weird mm-hmm. socks. Um, you, but the thing... You're giving me a very like stern look oh, right I'm now. Just, I'm, I'm more nodding as in like, yes, I, I understand what you were describing. Um, but the best thing I've ever won was in kindergarten i this is this was around kindergarten it was something do you remember eckerd's it was like before cbs was called eckerd's so i think i got it at at an eckerd's drawing i was young enough that i didn't don't quite remember all the details i remember getting it it was and and the only way you could get these is by winning them you couldn't purchase them it is a star wars return of the jedi speeder bike tricycle (gasps) so it's a tricycle that's built to look like the speeder bikes that they fly through the forest moon of Endor and return of the Jedi. And it is at my parents' house. And I, I've been having a hard time lately with my parents, not, um, letting me have things that are mine. Wait, they want to keep it. Uh, they're not soup. They're always like, get all your stuff out of the thing and out of the, the room. And as soon as I get certain things, I find nostalgic. They're like, Oh, but we want those. Those are ours. So that's why I think sometime I'm just going to back the be like on our way out, just grab it and throw it in the car and be like, well, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but let me look. I'm well, you vamp and keep going for Wait, a minute. I, I want to share. Look how much it's worth on eBay. I want to yeah. share the things I have won because I am a little bit of lady luck when it comes to the old raffles. Um, back when I was five or six um, or five like through age eight my family and i would go to a christmas like party for lack of a better word that was at the bank that my uncle worked at and they would all you would always get to like enter and fill out a raffle and i won tickets to mavericks games um so they would call out my name and i would be like the only child like strolling up there um another time i won 20 silver dollars and then uh at work at my job in Dallas we did they did raffles um at the holiday party 
And for a few years, Radio Shack was one of our clients. So we would basically get like, like overstock of electronics. Um, and so three different years, I won an iPod, if you remember those. Um, mm-hmm. I won... The reason they're called podcasts. <laughs> yes. Uh, Just... I, uh, I won a TV, which I still have. It's in my bedroom here. And I won an iPad. Um, and what's funny is the very last one I went to was the one where I won the iPad. And I was standing next to a coworker of mine who just won an iTunes gift card. And I was talking to her about it. And she was like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this. Like, I don't have an iPod. Like, I don't use iTunes. Like, I like what, what, what am I going to do with this? And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, you know, I bet there's somebody here who won like a similarly priced prize who would like trade with you. This is back when like you still bought music off iTunes. And she... Uh, and then they said, um, next up, an iPad. And it was a new iPad. It was like the new like retina <laughs> display. And I went, oh, because I just knew they were going to. Oh, now. Yeah. Bleep. I knew they were going to say my name. And sure enough, they went, Laurel. And my coworker was like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, that's my awesome. God. Like how? Because I was like, whatever I win, I'm giving it away. I won a TV last year. That's insane. Like, I need to not win another big prize. Um, so I ended up actually, I had another, like, not an iPad, but like a Motorola tablet or something that I got through work. And so I gave my coworker the Motorola tablet. Um, so she could like, so how are you good in, have we talked about, or if you're any good in Vegas? Yeah, we've talked about how I play blackjack. I'm, pr- I'm pretty good at blackjack. Okay. I don't, I don't do a lot of slot machines. So, so I sent you a link that was the thing I want. Y- you did. And it basically went away. Oh, there, wait, there it is. Yeah. They kind of go away for a half for a hover over it and apparently it's going on ebay there's one on ebay right now for 400 so that's not bad um let me see what this looks like everybody and now imagine it's a six-year-old who's gotten it oh my gosh wait yeah it's right it's like pedal car thing yeah oh that is not at all what i thought that's really cool <laughs> And so, I yeah. say the description says, this was a holy grail of toys. Yeah, because you could only win it. I went to, I think I've talked about on the show, that uh, Star Toys Museum with Tara. And the guy, I told the guy I had one, and he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, buddy. Well, um, anyway, well, I would have to say that Roz's winning of a ski lodge weekend is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Fraser talks her out of accepting it um, or out of using it herself because she's pregnant and can't ski and that the car ride up there would make her car sick. Um, and so offers to get her a big screen TV. So Fraser takes the whole family up to the ski lodge and Daphne ends up inviting a friend of hers who is, is very good looking, but very dumb. Yes, very dumb. And and they point that out a lot. This whole thing felt like there were parts of it I thought were hilarious and parts that were very just super misogynistic. Like Frasier the whole time just sounded like a creep. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody else was kind of okay. Frasier sounded like an incel the whole time. It, well, it was like Niles's reason for being lustful was like he's finally gotten out of a situation. He's always been attracted to Daphne, etc. Daphne didn't like just seemed like she was into to Gee. Like Gee and Daphne didn't were like uh, Martin kept ha- being confused because his hearing was off. Fraser was just confused with the whole situation because he was like, I'm gonna get laid this weekend. And I'm like, this is gross. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. Yeah. It was it was bad. So I was looking forward to watching this episode because I've actually not seen this episode a lot. And I was like, you know what? Now that I'm older, maybe I will finally see why people love this episode. And at the end, I was like, this honestly feels like a very Frasier-esque episode where there's lots of like coming in and out of different doors and mm-hmm, you know, people mm-hmm. not being in rooms that they're supposed to be in and lots of like physical and, situ- and like location-based comedy. But I was like, the actual comedy is not that funny. Some of it I, I, I liked, but overall there were so many cringy things. And like, it was it was an episode where things felt very awkward. So having something that was cringy on top of being like that confusion humor that always bugs me. I don't know. I thought they handled the gee thing actually pretty mm-hmm. well without anyone being too... 
It's also it's actually the guy who wrote this is the guy who wrote the uh, Matchmaker. Oh. I I looked it up because at first I was like, whoever wrote this is just really again. Remember, I think earlier I talked about like sometimes it feels like there is a writer who had just had a big breakup and he was taking it out on the women mm-hmm. of, of of Frasier. That's kind of what this felt like too. Is just that some of the humor was very mean and very mean-spirited and i didn't like it i i liked some of the like by the end when they were all going into different rooms and it felt like a like a, a theatrical uh uh farce mm-hmm. like that was i actually enjoyed that and i i did like fraser's last line where he goes you mean to tell me that every single one of you was lusting after someone else and no one was lusting after me yes i was like yeah dude <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> This reminds me a little bit of, and I'm going to have to describe this person rather vaguely, um, but a guy friend of mine. My <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but a, a guy friend of mine in D.C. who has, I think, you know, s- s- he's now in a, in a happy relationship and has, I think, since, you know, kind of gotten a little less moody, but would just assume that he had a... <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. At some point, I should tell a story that is about you and see how much and I I'm can just like, disguise it. <laughs> and my face is just like, wait. Side note, this reminds me of once when I won an award at my job in Dallas and they were describing who the person who'd won the award. And it was like, they worked on this and they were instrumental on this. And I was like, I worked on that. I worked on that. <laughs> who is this person? I don't know them. Well, I was like, wow. Like, let me, let me try to figure out who this person is anyway. <laughs> Uh, now I feel like the story is not going to be nearly as good, but no. Sorry. But he like just kind of assumed that any woman he was interested in was like reciprocated and that he like deserved a shot with that person. This isn't me? <laughs> Are we sure this isn't me? No, but, like this, so at one point. This is cutting really close to the bone here, <laughs> Laurel. Well, so at one point he like. We were at a bar, a bunch, a bunch of us were at a bar, and he was interested in a person that I, one of my friends who I was pretty good friends with, and he was like, hey, what does she think about me? What does she say about me? Oh, okay, and, I don't yell. And that's the thing, he was yelling, and I turned to him and I said, what makes you think we even talk about you? What makes you think you're even, like, come up in conversation? And I was like, are you yeah. so full of yourself that you assume because you're thinking about her, she's thinking about you? Did you ever watch? You ever watch Mad Men? I watched the first season. Did, was there's the first season the one where there was a guy who like was going up against Don, and he Don screwed him over, and I forgot what the guy says to him. He says something like they're in an elevator together and they're taking it right up, and he's like, "I can't believe you did that to me. I think you're a disgusting human being." And Don just looks at him and goes, "I don't think about you at all." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What?" Like I think about that all the time. I'm just like, "What a." Ter- like yeah that's like the worst cut down well yeah basically i was like i was like get off your high horse you were not god's gift to women all the like wi- the correct all the women you're the- like dreaming about and lusting after may not even think about you so so see that's how i know it's not me because my response been uh laurel does uh uh susan does she ever uh you know uh like like i'm never i'm never that confident so i've been like does she ever uh i don't know mentioned me or well and you've been like no and you just would have seen me melt so like <laughs> fast forward a friend of mine who was who's married visited me in dc and a bunch of us were going out or whatever and he like said to one of my other friends like oh oh yeah like i'm gonna go home with her tonight and my other friend was like her husband might have a problem with that. And he was like, what? And it's like, <laughs> you, you two carried on a conversation at a bar. Oh, man. <gasps> also, I've ever told you about her, her the... left hand that has two rings on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's amateur. Um, I ever tell you about that girl I met uh, at a bar I was with some friends and she was like a German... Uh, a German. She she was from Germany, she was and I think German. she worked the. She was a German. I know. I was trying to say expat, but that's not the correct like, term. She student. Uh, oh, she, she's just a German um 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 woman. And <laughs> Fräulein. <laughs> but we we were at some bar in Adam. Oh, we we're at we we're at Madam's Organ. Oh, wow. And you know, I the, never it was, went there. I never went there. I don't know why. I went a few times. I was like, I would love this place if it wasn't packed and loud. Mm, yeah. So it was so loud. And I had like a full conversation with her, which I went where I didn't understand a word she said. Mm. It was like 20 minutes of, I'd hear her and I'd go, yeah, 
Yeah, um, so blah, 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 and I change the subject, or I try and guess what she was talking about. So I'm sure she has the same story of, like, this very strange <laughs> American, I did not understand him. But, like, I got, I we, we walked away, and, like, I walked over to my friend who was like, dude, you're doing really great. I'm like, I don't know oh, what yeah, she I said. She, I have she no idea. her wedding and her children to me. <laughs> if she quizzes me at all, I am in trouble. Like, I have no clue. So anyway, um, that is what Fraser kind of reminds me of is yeah. this friend of mine. Um, and who, I like, I, I, I do, do want to say, like, is not that wall. So he's in a happy relationship now. But, like, also, like, not that way anymore. And, you know, is actually, like. <laughs> Does he listen? No. Then F him. You can say whatever you want. I, well, I, I say that. <laughs> not that I know of. Okay. Um, is it somebody I know? No. No, it's someone in DC. I thought it's not no, SME person. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I, 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 and I also don't feel like Frazier is written this way elsewhere. Well, like this badly. It, it does harken back a little bit to Frazier of seasons like one through two and a half, where he was like, mm-hmm. you know, models were like, you know, just falling at his feet and. Anytime there was like a beautiful woman, he would just be like, "Oh, well, like hello." I love that this is our first episode where Niles is back in, on the on the in the market yes. in market or whatever, and he has two very attractive people <laughs> going after yes. him. Yes, um, I uh, that that's very true. Um, and I m- might I say, we will enjoy you will enjoy Niles being on the market. Okay. Um, can we talk for a second about that outfit that Daphne gives her friend okay, for I her birthday? I wrote this down. I said, friends don't give each other lingerie. <laughs> right. And even if they did, that's not something when you've been invited into a strong family. That's not like, if, if I invited you to Thanksgiving and you were like, my friend got me this and we're all taking a nap, we'd all be like, Laurel has lost her mind. <laughs> like... Call the next thing you'd be wearing would be a straight jacket because I I mean the only time women buy each other lingerie is for someone's lingerie shower at their bachelorette party which honestly most of my friends have now like gone away from so yeah 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 um yeah no one no one unless it is a joke gets their friend lingerie for a birthday and you definitely yeah, don't parade well but that woman seems like she didn't have a filter so yeah. Well, I also like the bit where her with the zipper, which mm-hmm. was kind of like an under a subtle bit. She she'd be like, "I'm gonna go talk to Niles," and then Daphne would zip it up, and then it'd come back mm-hmm. down again. It was it was it was just nice to see. I mean, I think Niles was right where if he would have hooked up with her, it would have ruined things with Daphne. But I was like, Niles, Niles, what are you doing, Niles? I and that was the thing. Um... I had a friend over while I was watching it and, and they were like, why is, why is Niles? Like, what, why did he like, well, come on Niles. And I was like, it, it would, I was like, Daphne would never. Like, yeah. It's been five years of him. Yeah. This would ruin what he hopes to get with, with Daphne. But I also loved Guy. Like, here's the thing for a, fr- a gay French character in a late nineties sitcom. Guy was handled pretty well. Oh Yes. Yes. Also, Guy was, like, very attractive. So I was like, good, mm-hmm. well, well done all around. Um, I've, I know that actor from something, but I can't figure out what it is. Oh. Oh, he was in Supernatural. That's what it was. Um, I, did anyway. you notice that they had another bathrobe party in this episode? Suddenly everyone's just hanging out in their bathrobes. I was like... Well, people. a lot of people got naked real quick. Like, that was the thing. Another thing that made Fraser gross is like everybody's walking in on each other, but they're all mm-hmm. dressed and like, oh, well, look. and Fraser's just waiting in in what's her name's bed naked. I'm like, what the hell? I I, I feel like in the Me Too era, like Fraser would have been booked on charges or something. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, I, I one thing I do want to note. Uh, I found Martin's like stopped up ears very funny. <laughs> yes, um, and my mom is going to probably uh, identified with this a lot because. <laughs> When we went to New York, when I was a freshman in high school, we went to New York City for spring break, just me and my mom, and she had a head cold, and after she flew, her ears didn't unpop, mm-hmm. and so for the majority of the trip, her ears were incredibly stopped up, so she was always either whispering and not realizing it, yeah. she thought she was just talking quietly, or I would be like, what? And she would be like, I said the statue of Liberty. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my god. 
<laughs> so um, yeah, that was, and then it was like the second to last day of the trip, her ears finally like unpopped, but yeah. Did she talk about it the whole time? Like, oh my god. Um, no, I. That's I, all I could have talked I think about. She was just like, oh, like, like the hood's so much better. But I remember at one point we we didn't take cabs very often in New York. So we were like ladies who you know rode the subway, um, and we when we got to a cab, I guess maybe at the airport or something, she was like. And the guy was like, what? And she goes, Park Central Hotel! <laughs> and the guy was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I, speaking of Martin, I like this whole thing at the end where he goes, oh, my ears popped. And then he like notices <laughs> what's happening. And then he goes, well, good night. Yeah, I was <laughs> really disappointed if they had him just be like, my ears popped. What's going on up here? Like, I, yeah, I I, it was a great exit. <laughs> Also, I really like how they make Martin look like Sleepy Martin, where they just, yeah. like, just muss his hair a little bit. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, the 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 uh, closing credit scene because at first I thought I thought Anne was that her name. I thought she was knocking on Martin's door, and I was like, "Oh, please let this be the end of the episode." I the same thing. Where Martin answers the door and she's like, can I come in? And he's like, sure. And then like, we never speak of it again. I thought the same thing. I was like, is that Martin's room? Um, Also, I have a slight problem with the fact that they barely set foot in the cabin. And Daphne's like, I'll take that room. And I'm like, don't you want to see the rooms first before? Right, right, right. Um, Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Do you want to rate this episode? I think I liked it better having talked with you. I, I feel like I have a rating for the episode and a rating for Frasier. <laughs> okay. Uh, you go first. I'm going to give this like six... Um, six hot buttered rums. Uh, I was going to give it six Myers dark rum because that is the exact <laughs> type he's using. I know because I have it. Which is a Jamaican rum and I don't think goes well in a hot toddy. <laughs> Well, it was a hot toddy. It was a hot buttered rum. Oh, right, right. But still, like, that's like a spiced daiquiri rum. I don't Wait, know. Is, is that like Captain? Like Captain Morgan? No. I, it kind of. I don't like know. Captain Morgan's like a spiced I, rum. Well, maybe I don't know I, I like that anything, I rubbed we my definitely drank a, together for spiced rum. So spiced that, rum. So somehow. You know, a fine rum like Captain Morgan. <laughs> yes. The finest. He is a captain, after all. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to give it six. I'm going to give it five, because I really didn't like it when I first watched it. I thought there was a lot of stuff that should have elevated it above a five, but Frasier just sucked. Yeah. And Frasier, to be 100% honest, doesn't get a whole lot better in the next one. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> I also had, I just had a lot of feelings about the next one. I just watched that this morning, so it is fresh in the old noggin, but, um. Give me one sec to see if we have any viewer mail. We do not. Good talk. Um, the next one is room service. An unexpected visit from Lil- an unexpected visit from Lilith stirs old passions in Fraser and new ones in Niles. <laughs> um, I like this one a lot. Guest caller in this one at the very beginning, Betsy. Did it say? Do you I, know I who it to is? I look up and who it was, and I didn't. Um, she's the woman who wanted to go on a cruise, but she keeps having nightmares. You know this person. Um, I, I'm sure I do. Oh, oh, it's Halle Berry. Oh, right. That is not the voice I would have guessed. That was Halle Berry. Right, right, right. Interesting. Wow, that's pretty A-list for them at the time. So. Roz has to run out of the office to go to the bathroom and she runs into Lilith and Lilith kind of throws a quip at her. And then Roz comes off with the most Texas I've ever heard her sound. I need to pee. Like the way she said that. Go back and listen to it if you're watching along. It definitely, she's from Texas, yes, isn't she? Yes, I think you looked it up. She's from like, I want to say like Longview, but I don't know if that's right. Waco. Oh, Waco. Oh, hey. Yeah. She graduated from the University of Texas. But yeah, she does it. She's like, I usually have a quip, but I have to pay. And the way she said that, I was like, oh, okay, Ross, where'd that come from? Let, you know, let her let her show some of her true roots. Speaking of Texas accents, Renee Zellweger at the Oscars when she won, where she suddenly became like real, like breathy Texan. I mean, if you put a gun to my head and said like repeat one sentence she said, I don't think I could. 
oh renee zellweger that's yeah it was all just one long sentence so yeah it was also like it was just like bob dylan it it felt like a mad mad libs (laughs) of like oscar accepting speech like insert who you know insert who directed your movie here insert someone you respect here yeah i was like "Eh." at least at least joaquin phoenix was like i'm gonna go to 11 with my message Uh, thing my message speech i don't know if we want to save this for the things you should do instead of giving us because we already have one for what we should i already have one for what we should do um instead of giving us a less than five star review but i watched okja 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 last night the bom- the oh yeah, yeah. movie have you seen it no i know about um, it though i kind of want to become a vegetarian after watching that movie like i'm very rattled by that movie <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, like I like I think it's probably this most serious. I've really never given becoming a vegetarian serious thought, and now I'm like, I should I should become a vegetarian except for like things where I know exactly where the food came from and how it was like processed and how the animals. Yeah, were yeah, I think about that stuff a lot. Like I, I don't have a problem with eating meat. I have a problem with factory farming and stuff like that. I'm also super hypocritical, and I made a fried chicken last night, so... Yeah, like, I, I'm reminded of that episode of Portlandia. I think it actually may be the first episode where they, like... They're like, yes, and this, the chicken we serve here is free range. And they're like, hi, can we visit the farm that the chicken grew up yes. on? <laughs> <laughs> and they go, like, live yes, there for a little yes. while. Um, okay, that was the sidebar. We may edit that out. Um, I, I really enjoy... <laughs> <laughs> we may edit that out. Uh, I really enjoyed the... <laughs> when he's signing off the show and he's like yes wishing you saying goodbye and wishing you good mental <laughs> oh yeah that was really good oh yeah i i i, I lilith is becoming like bb where i'm just excited to see her like tara didn't know it was a lilith episode and lilith popped in and she was like yes like she has a specific way of saying yes when she's excited about stuff listen for it the next thing you're out yes like um, but she was got excited for her. Um, I I gotta say I am like, first I think it was partly because on Cheer she was always hair up in a bun, very straight laced. Like I am way more attracted to BB New Earth than I ever thought I would oh, be I, after these last few episodes. I know she's like she's stunning, and she was on gorgeous she was on Madam Secretary for three or four seasons, and has aged very well. I mean, obviously, right was never sultry on madam secretary but um but like you see when she's in bed with niall she's got like it's her whole thigh is out i was like oh my and then her back it was funny when they did that thing they turned around tara said where that back has that dress has no back (laughs) like as soon as she turned around can we call that a dress It was, I will say in both of these episodes, it felt like, I'm like, who dressed these women? Like, in something that was like, I mean, BB, they both looked great in them, but it was also like, no one would wear this, like, to a group setting. Yeah, yeah. Lil especially wouldn't. Although I like the setup for it, that her husband thought, now soon to be ex-husband, thought she wasn't feminine enough, came out of the closet, left her for a man, and so she's trying to, like, reclaim some of her, like, you know, femininity, so... Um, right. Another plot in the episode is that Niles has sudden onset narcolepsy caused by the stress of his <laughs> divorce and falls asleep like while talking to Fraser at the coffee shop while rummaging in the freezer for something. <laughs> uh, also, I was like, Niles, you shouldn't be driving if you have narcolepsy. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> um, just here for the practical things. Um, another thing that I thought was hilarious was martin and daphne's reaction to lila stopping by the apartment before they all went <laughs> you didn't say she was coming here like, you didn't say she was, was coming here yeah it was so over the top and extended it was hilarious and then he's like what are you gonna do hide in your rooms and they're like see ya when <laughs> martin drops his cane and says leave it yeah <laughs> i i snort laughed so much in this episode which i don't really do it was like unexpected things where I was just suddenly like <laughs> yeah I really enjoyed this one um were they was she in the same hotel room she was when she and Fraser hooked up last time you know I didn't even think about that it might be and that one also involved room service so I feel like I've seen that it, it hotel could be room they before. could have just like slightly updated the like linens mm-hmm. yeah 
the whole thing with her sleeping with Niles, I thought was funny, and like the like them trying to hide, and him being like, "I have an ex Benedict after every time I have, you know, every, every night of romantic, every night of passion." Ooh, that's rich. Uh, I only had it once a year. I wrote that down. I was just like Niles. <laughs> um, this is another part where Fraser gets creepy uh-huh. because Tara pointed this out because he's she keeps saying no, no, no yes. and he's like. Mer- uh, uh, what's her name? Lilith. Wa- Everyone's got weird names. Niles, Maris, Lilith. Like, yes. There's no like Ted, Bob. <laughs> um, she he, she's like no, and he's like insisting, and it's and again she leaves the room for a moment, comes back, and he's taking off all his clothes. Yeah. And I get, I know they have a familiarity, but this is gross. It felt a little predatory, and. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I was really uncomfortable. That, that that's where I was like, I have a lot of feelings about this episode. A because of Fraser's behavior, because I don't think it aged well at all. Um, mm-hmm. And then B, uh, the whole like what Fraser Niles's relationship would be now that Niles that Niles has slept with Lilith. That I was like, their oh. relationship. I mean, there's a chance that their relationship would be completely severed. Yeah, in 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 real life, I also. Yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, I think that was, that that was just something that I was like, I don't know. I mean, I think that the the way that all these psychiatrists explained it, you know, made a lot of sense. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing, and I told Tara this at one point. I thought Fraser was being completely unreasonable about the whole thing, like just screaming and not listening for even a second. Um, but I also like, I'm like. I ninety percent agree with Maris. Like it's not Fraser. Like Wait, yes, it's who, his. It's not his. Maris. <sighs> okay, Lilith. I was like Niles. With, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lilith. Like it's not Fraser's. Like it's like they're two adults. They can make this decision. Like he, she's not Fraser's wife. You know, and all that. But there is that ten percent that's like Fraser deserves an explanation. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought Fraser was just like I'm never like. There's a part at the end where I think he's like, "We're not okay, but we'll I'll get over mm-hmm. it" or something like that. And I think that felt good, but it's like, yeah, in real life, I think this would go down a little worse. I don't know. I just kind of question. I, 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 like I said, I laughed at this episode a lot, but I question the writers taking it here, where I'm just kind mm-hmm. of like, this is almost like too egregious in some ways, but um. I mean, I will say that, like, um, at least, at least it was obviously, like, a night. Like, it was like they hooked up. It wasn't like, we've been having this affair for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were both in very, like, probably the most emotionally vulnerable positions they would both, like, ever be in. So, um, yeah. Um, Let me see. I feel like I... Oh, I wrote down Fraser makes me uncomfortable. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, both these episodes, Fraser, bad form, Fraser. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. Um, sure I didn't, I didn't mess with. I have a lot of LOLs for this episode. I have, I have one last very important note at the end where she, where she's eating. How much ketchup did she put on everything? That was really gross. Um, like that was, and that didn't feel like Lilith. It felt like we've only got one take, BB. Like, and then she just did this, and all the ketchup came out. She's like, "Oh, keep going, do 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 do." I also kind of loved that because that's such like an unfussy way to eat that we wouldn't expect Lilith to eat that way with like the asparagus spear slowly inching its way into her yeah. mouth. I was like, "Wow!" Um, but yeah, it did feel like we had to come up with something at the last second. What do we got? And they didn't really, yeah consult the writer's room on what that last scene was going to be. I have to say, though, Niles's narcolepsy, like, him falling asleep and flushing the toilet, and him ending up face down on the room surgery, like, it just never got old. I was, like, constantly just that, that was when a lot of snort laughing came in. It was interesting because when they flushed the toilet, I was almost like, Niles, that's a genius idea, because it insinuates that someone's mm-hmm. here, and she could just be like, I'm here with yes. someone, you have yes. to go. Like, and it didn't have to be Niles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like... Could be someone she met. I met him in the bar. Yeah, Get out like, here. I, that's what I was like. Come on, Lila, think on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are we ready for some of my LOLs? I'm never not ready okay, for your great, LOLs. Great, great. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, when Lilith comes in in the backless dress and Fraser and Niles are in the kitchen and he says, Damn her lily white hide! <laughs> That that Tara said that reminded her of uh, 
Do you remember when uh, Keegan Michael Keel Key did the Obama's anger translator? Yes, but he did it with Obama, no. and he comes out. When he, so he did it with Obama at the correspondence uh, dinner. I remember yes, when this happened. Not I, seen I don't it? think I've seen it. Oh, it start. I'll it'll go, guys will be up on the thing, but on the on the Facebook page, he comes out and he's as soon as he comes out, everyone starts clapping. He gets quiet and he leans and he goes, "Hold on to your lily white butts." <laughs> <laughs> and like Tara, I think of that that line all the time. That's what she thought of. Um, uh, do you have uh, other uh, ones from that I scene? Because I have an addition. When, when Frazier, okay, I bet you have the one. Frazier points out that Niles had fallen asleep with his cheek against the ice cube tray, and he says, "I dreamt I was yes. tangling with Maris." <laughs> yes. Oh, um, I I only have expansion once a year. I have that food in the bathroom. I just thought that was such a like Niles thing to say. <laughs> Oh, I thought of something. So when she, when Niles goes, oh, my phone's in my pocket. And he opens the door and all of his clothes are neatly hung. And I'm like, he had drunken, like passion, passionate, last second, not thinking sex with, with Lilith. But had the, the wherewithal to hang up his clothes and tarot it. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> 100% agree, Tara. I, I thought like, yes, even in the like oddest of circumstances... Niles would still like hang up. Right. So I had the same thought when he was like, "Oh," and then I thought it was gonna be him rummaging around for his phone. It's like, of course, it's hanging up on a hanger. The the other uh, uh, my one liner I liked is when again going back to the dress where I forgot exactly what he said. She goes, "It's uh, something something Broadway." He goes, "Oh, bravo! So she, it, it's my, I can feel the curtain rising it's already." My brand called Encore. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Oh, bravo! <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh. oh. Uh, and then when when Frazier storms out of the hotel room initially, and then he comes back, and I was like, oh, you decided to forgive us. And he goes, I'm in a bathrobe, you jackass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that, too. Um, yeah. I also felt those exchanges where he said things like, I can feel the the curtain rising. And then and Niles is immediately like, Frazier! Like, it, it felt like a, a switch between them for when uh, Niles is usually lecherous towards... Oh, Daphne. that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I've got. If that's all you've got, that is all I've got. Yeah. Um, I think you know, I think I would give this. I would probably give this seven point five bottles of ketchup. I was gonna give it seven because I don't do half numbers. Seven abandoned canes. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> that part was so funny because I was like didn't see it when it happened. I came back and I know this wasn't happening, but it almost felt like when I turned away and turned back, the cane was just in the middle of the room, like spinning, <laughs> like you know, like someone just like pew, do, 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 like a, like a like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yes. Um, so guys, if you have thoughts about how horny <laughs> these episodes were or how you thought Fraser acted in them, let us know. Uh, we are craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. We're at craniacs on Twitter. We have a Facebook group too. Uh, just search for craniacs, a Fraser podcast. That's where we put a lot of the, I'll be putting up a picture of my speeder bike and probably the scene from the White House Correspondents Dinner. Um, just things we talk about in the episode usually end up there. Uh, also, we are on Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and iTunes. Give us a five-star review uh, let us know what you think. If you want to give us a less than five star review, uh, I have something real quick else you can be doing. Go wash your hands. If you think you want to give us something less than that, go wash your hands. But Laurel also has another recommendation of something you yes, can do. Yes, it's actually related to Ryan's recommendation. I know we all hear the guidance that we should be washing our hands for 20 seconds, that you should sing happy birthday to yourself twice. But I sing happy birthday to myself all the time, regardless. <laughs> And I'm the only child in this group. Uh, <laughs> but a genius in England has made something for all of us to make sure that we know how to wash our hands for a certain amount of time. Visit washyourlyrics.com and type in any song and artist, and they will tell you how much of the song you have to sing to cover 20 seconds. The sample one that I saw, the example that I saw was for Dancing Queen by ABBA. And... That is not what I do simply because I know all the words to it and um, it's really catchy. So I'm that person at my sink like, Friday night and the lights are low. Um, <laughs> and it just, 
That was that was a treat. Makes for endless entertainment, especially for my dog Leo, um, who's always gets really annoyed when I start to sing louder. Um, but like literally any song you can type in, and it will tell you like the first twenty seconds of lyrics that you need to sing. So um, it's a lot of it's very entertaining. I highly recommend it. Um, and then you'll also be making sure that you're washing your hands with warm soapy water for the recommended amount of time. So I just tried to do that with tossed salad and scrambled eggs, and it wasn't well, working. Well, I don't think that's like a song in the like major canon of songs. I'm trying to find like just it's so it's 37 seconds long, guys. Oh. So it's just a thought. Let's, uh, if you're washing your hands, well, let's you know what? Let's time how long it would be, how much of the song you have to sing to hit 20 seconds, and then and then we'll okay. Let- which one of us is going to sing it, Laura? And then we will post it in the Facebook group. To let okay, you good. Know. I mean, I would sing it, but I'm not going to. I don't think I know all the lyrics right at the top of my head. Uh. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Mercy? I think it's, I think it's mercy. Mercy. Hey, baby, I seem a bit no, confused, but, well, baby, but I've got you pegged. Da, 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 we got a nice little duet going, but I don't know what to do. Salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Bump, bump, bump. bump. That, that doesn't bump. seem like it's thirty-seven seconds. Good night. <laughs> that doesn't seem like it's thirty-seven seconds. I'll I'll check. That sounds closer to twenty, but I don't know. Sing, guys, when you're washing your hands this week, sing the toss salad and scrambled eggs. And think eggs. of our dulcet Let tones. Us- <laughs> <laughs> Um, sing it out loud. Who says you had to sing it to oh, yourself? Yeah, I, so but it, it, I work in a rather small, like my actual office, like the department I work in is rarely, fairly small. So there's rarely ever anyone else in the bathroom with you. And I mm-hmm. um, sang Dancing Queen every time I was in there this week. Not, not out loud, not, not <laughs> like awesome. really loud, but I was just like, Friday night and the lights are low. <laughs> well, guys, uh, Wash your hands, sing a little song, stay stay safe out there, stay healthy, and uh, until next time, I'm Ryan, and we're listening. Bye, y'all.